The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Intuitive Connection, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. This episode is kind of cool because it's inspired by an experience I had not so long ago in my new house that made me realize just how powerful manifestors we all are and how we're manifesting all the time even when we don't realize it. And by manifesting, you guys probably already know I'm talking about the law of attraction, right? That idea that everything's energy and that we attract into our life, into our space, into our experience, that which we are putting out, right? And it's the sum total of what you're putting out. So consciously, unconsciously, all those patterns and conditioning and all the things that have gotten into your space, you kind of jumble them all up, throw them all together. And whatever is ringing the strongest usually emotionally, not mentally, even though we often think it's our minds, your mind is important, but it's really that energy. So the energy you're putting out is a sum total of your thoughts, but also how much emotional charge you're putting in those thoughts. That makes a really big difference because that is where you're putting your energy. But anyhow, all of that that you put out right into the world attracts back the experiences that you're going to have and the things that are going to show up for you and the relationships and all of that good stuff. Now, a lot of times we learn about the law of attraction from the standpoint of you can have anything, which I believe you can, and that you're powerful, which I totally believe that you are. And we're going to talk about how powerful you are today for sure. But we also sometimes get the law of attraction from that level of ego and that desire to control, right? To use it to control and to edit out the quote unquote bad things and just go for the things that our small mind desires or deems to be acceptable. And again, there is nothing wrong with wanting to learn more about the law of attraction so that you can have more joy in your life right? I love that. Please have as much joy as possible and abundance because abundance is your birthright. And you are so deserving of everything that your heart desires for real. 
But a lot of times we kind of get hung up on this egoic idea that I have to control my thoughts, that I have to think positively, that I have to push, 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 that my value isn't what I can quote unquote manifest, right? Have you ever felt that way? Wow, I just keep having these really difficult relationships. I'm not a good manifester. What's wrong with me? And I got a little bit of 411, my beautiful friends. There is nothing wrong with you. Because remember that anything that's happening in the now is as it should be. And that doesn't, of course, mean that if you find yourself in a series of uncomfortable or unrewarding relationships or unbalanced relationships that you can't look inside and really align yourself and release anything that's getting in the way of aligning yourself with you know what your soul really craves, which I imagine for most of us is a relationship where we feel heard, honored, valued, and the love flows freely in both directions. Again, you deserve that. But if you're not finding that your outside world matches your inner desires, there's nothing wrong. It's just part of the learning process, right? And we learn by experiencing. And we learn by living through and living with. And it's really your response to each moment that determines the next one, right? So take a minute to think about that. And the good news is, is that life is a moving target. And every moment we create a new, right? So every moment you have that opportunity to shift your perspective, your energy, your alignment, and start to bring in more of what makes your heart sing. But we are manifesting all the time, right? So it's not a special thing that we do. Most people do it all the time unconsciously. It is how life works. And so part of using the law of attraction in your favor, right? Or in a way that feels really, really, really wonderful and you feel like you have a little bit more power and I hate to use the word control, but you know, you're a little bit more steering the ship of your life. That's about manifesting consciously. And that's why people like Bonnie Lonsberry, who was a guest not so long ago on the show. So check out her episode if you haven't. She is awesome. She uses that term conscious creation, which I just love so much. And I don't even know if she was the first one to use it, but that's the first person I I learned it from. And it's this idea, right? We're creating all the time and now we're going to do it with more awareness, with more consciousness. So I'm going to tell you a little story about my own little conscious creation adventure. And for me, sometimes the manifesting journey is really cool because, you know, I feel like I'll have a thought, I'll have an idea, I'll have a desire, and then it will happen. And I'll almost forget that I tried to create that thing. And maybe I didn't try to create that thing, the guides say, because it's the trying to that can be a little bit of a problem. When we go at something with effort, with force, with that kind of energy, oftentimes what we're vibing in is the lack of the thing that we want. So if you are trying to manifest something, you are often vibing in the energy of not having that. When you release resistance, when you say, you know, I would love this thing. I would love this experience if this serves me. I can imagine it. I can feel myself into it. I can honor myself through that. That's a very different energy than saying, I'm really, really trying really, really, really hard right now to manifest a million bucks. And some of you might even notice how my energy was so very different in each of those examples. But anyway, I really want to tell you this story because this is what motivated this episode. 
So last night, I'm in my new house in San Diego, as many of you know from listening. And you know, one of the cool things about moving to a new area and a part of the country that I've never lived in before, the seasons, and I know people don't think there are seasons in San Diego, but so far from what I can tell, there are most definitely seasons in San Diego. They're just a little bit different than the seasons that I was used to in the Northeast, which are just a little more striking. But nonetheless, I definitely feel like it's starting to feel like fall around here. Maybe not fall in New England, but definitely there's there's a shift. You know, the air feels different. And so last night for the first time, I figured out how to put on my gas fireplace and made a fire and made some soup too because, you know, it's fall after all. And I was sitting at my stove or standing at my stove and I was cooking my soup and I realized like how awesome it was that I could, my sight line went right to the fireplace and I was really enjoying cooking and watching the fire and really feeling a little bit of that vibe of San Diego fall. And that's when it hit me and I realized the number of times when I was in my kitchen in Connecticut And I have a much bigger kitchen in Connecticut. I love my kitchen in Connecticut. But one of the things about it was is it wasn't a very open kitchen. And though the den with our fireplace was in the next room, I would sometimes be cooking on those, you know, cool winter fall nights with a fire going and thinking like, wow, I'd love to be able to experience that fire a little bit more in the kitchen. If I ever get another house or in my next house or sometime in the future, I would love to have a fireplace that was a little bit closer to the kitchen, right? And I forgot about that thought. It was not on my list of things that I wanted for this house in San Diego by any means. I'm not even sure I asked for a fireplace, although I'm sure it was something that I wanted because I, I love making fires. But I forgot about it completely until I was sitting there cooking and I realized, oh, wow, I manifested this. And the cool thing about it was, is it was such a gift, and I feel that about so many of the experiences that I've had since I've I've moved here to San Diego, like they're gifts. It's a gift, right, from me to me <laughs> on some level because we are always creating our lives, but it felt like such a joy, such a gift. I was like, wow, I had that thought. I had that thought a bunch of times and I had some desire behind it and look what happened without even realizing it because I didn't pay any attention to that when I bought this house. And in fact, the layout of the house, because there was a little bit of an expansion, puts the fireplace in what you might think is a weird place, but it doesn't feel weird to me anymore. It feels amazing. And I can see it from the living room too. And so it just made me realize what a potent and powerful creator that I am. And it reminded me what a potent and powerful creator we all are. And this little gift of the fireplace while I was cooking, it just made my heart sing. And I want to talk a little bit about why that one probably created so quickly, so easily, so magically for me. Number one, it was a wish, it was a desire, but it wasn't something that I was super invested in. It was a kind of thought of that would be a nice thing to have. And it's a thought that I had quite a few times. It wasn't a thought of, damn, I wish I'd designed this house differently, or I wish I bought another house, or what's wrong with me in my house that there's no fireplace in the kitchen? I mean, those would be weird thoughts to have, (laughs) perhaps, right? But I wasn't having any of those. It was simply a thought of like, oh, it would be nice right now if that fire was a little bit closer to where I'm cooking because I would be able to enjoy it even more, right? And that's what happened. And that thought, because I didn't have a lot of attachment, but I did have a lot of joy attached to it, 
it caught up with me and it created itself in this house. Now, some of you might be saying with that, you know, left brain skeptical mind, come on, Victoria, it's a coincidence. And, you know, you just happened to buy this house and maybe you even noticed it, whatever, or how could you manifest that? You can. This is how life works. And the left brain is going to do what the left brain is going to do. But I promise you, if you believed it, and most of us don't, and most of us won't because of our human conditioning and the way it's our brains work, you could create literally anything, anything, anything. And there's examples of people who do, right? There's a people who heal themselves from stage four cancer, you know, on their deathbed. There are people that win the lottery. I mean, there's people who win the lottery who know nothing about conscious creation, but you can really truly create anything. But a lot of times we do operate loosely within what we believe to be possible, right? And um, that is fine too. And perhaps if you walk off a cliff, you could fly, but don't do that, okay? You did not hear to do that from me. We want to be sensible for sure. Hey there, just popping on to tell you about a great offering that I have coming up on January 11th that fits very nicely with the content of this episode. I am going to be teaching a four-week class on the law of attraction and how we can manifest miracles and the life of our dreams moving forward in 2022 and beyond. It's been explained to me that this year is a year where we have a ton of energy coming through and a ton of opportunities to really transform ourselves and our relationships to how we live our lives. And law of attraction is a really big part of that. And understanding how to work with these forces is so critical, especially now where we are at this critical point in our planet where we have the opportunity to really change the course of our lives and change the course of humanity in general. So the class is going to meet over Zoom for four weeks, 90-minute sessions. We're going to have plenty of time for questions and answers and readings and exercises and just more wisdom from the guides and from yours truly. So if this is something that interests you, you can find the link in the show notes. You can also go directly to Eventbrite and look for me, Victoria Shaw, and the class Manifesting Miracles in 2022 and find it there. You can hop on my email list because then you'll get to hear about all of this stuff all of the time. And I really hope to see you there. All right, now back to the episode. So one of the things, like I said before, that worked about that example, it had believability. It had fun, joy with it, and it didn't have a lot of sense of lack. It wasn't something I was pushing or forcing. It was just a wouldn't it be nice if, and lo and behold, it came. I can think about other things that I manifested in my life that did not come to me quite that quickly, right? I remember for years, I, living in New York City, just hated the summers because I am such a lie by the pool, lie by the beach, lie in the sun kind of girl. And going up to my stinky roof deck with all the gigantic water bugs and making a kiddie pool of freezing cold water, which I did because I was desperate. And there were times when, thank God for that kiddie pool, don't get me wrong, but I really wanted a swimming pool. I really wanted a swimming pool. And it was even a joke in my family when my kids, my kids were little at the time, 
I would say whenever they would be like, I want something or I want this or I want that. And and it's funny that I'm bringing up this example in a law of attraction episode. So uh, we'll have to explore that a bit. Sorry, kiddos. But I would always say like, well, I don't have a house with a pool and I want that. So, you know, you can't always get what you want. But I did. And it's funny because when we got the house and it was a lot of longing, it was years of longing and it was pretty much every single spring. I would have this dream that there was a pool that I didn't know about somewhere in my neighborhood, usually in the park, in Central Park somewhere, because, you know, that would be really nice or in a condo building where it was outside and there was some space. There were pools in my neighborhood, like rooftop pools and things, but they were a little hard to manage and none of them felt very satisfying. But there definitely was not, there was a pool, a public pool in Central Park, but it was a long way away and Not the kind of pool that you put a lounge chair aside and just hang out and chill, which is what I was craving. But when we finally did move to Connecticut and get our house with the pool, I remember my kids saying, okay, now, mom, what are you going to say when we want something now, right? Because now you have a house with a pool. So I'm hoping that somewhere in there they did get that message, right, that we can have what we want, maybe not immediately, and maybe sometimes, you know, the thing that we want doesn't necessarily serve us. Because usually when you tell kids you can't have what you want, it's like you've had enough Halloween candy, you know, you can't have any more. But y'all get the idea. And so in that first example, and I did get it, but there was still a lot of resistance. There was still a lot of things to work through. It took some momentum for me to really feel like that was a possibility and to flow into it, right? And that's really the difference. The guides say where we feel limited, where we don't believe something is possible, where we are feeling into the lack of the thing that we want more than the excitement of having the thing. These are the times when manifesting can be slower or at times non-existent. But if you stick with it and you start to pay attention, you can start to see all the magical things that you are manifesting into your life. Just like I noticed that fireplace the other day, you can start to pay attention to where the law of attraction is already working for you. And this is not, my friends, necessarily a laundry list of all the things you got and have, right? I mean, it's great to be grateful and it's great to, you know, count your blessings and all of that. But sometimes we think about the law of attraction as having money or having clothes or having this or having that. Ah, And it can be all of those things because you have attracted everything into your life that you have. That is how it works. But what I mean is that notice the gifts, notice the magic, notice the moments when you're like, wow, you know, there was a longing there. There was a space there. There was a gap there. And look, now it's flowing. Now it's mine. Now I am blessed. And as we start to tune into those blessings, what we do is we shift our energy to one of abundance, one of joy, one of empowerment. And in so doing, it's easier for us to stream our energy in other directions too. I remember when Bonnie was on the podcast, she made like the coolest point, And I love that. She said, We were talking about concert tickets because y'all know I love concerts and I do sometimes have a gift of manifesting front row seats to concerts because I like to sit close. And we were talking about some of those experiences and we were talking about the times when I go in there, I'll literally say something like, this is the least I need for it to be worthwhile for me to go and then I'll get the least. 
right? So if I'm like, I got to be at least in the fourth row on the side in order to make this trip worthwhile. And that's what I'll get when really I always want to be front row and center, right? But sometimes our mind tells us, it limits us, tells us, oh, but you can't always want that. I do. And I'm starting to own it because it brings me such a great level of joy. I just love it. I love being close. But anywho, what Bonnie was saying that I wanted to say now, which I think is relevant to the conversation at hand, is if there are certain areas of your life where you find it's harder to manifest than others, right? Focus on the areas where it's working. Focus on the areas of where it's happening for you. For me, let's just say it's fireplaces and concert tickets. And you start to pay attention to that and you start to notice that and you start to feel into that and you start to get excited about that. And then as you build that momentum and that energy, it'll grow. It'll spread into other areas because you will start to understand, wow, I'm a powerful conscious creator. I am a powerful manifester. I have the ability to bring into my life that which brings me joy, that which feeds my soul, that which is aligned with my highest purpose. And you start to notice those things. And some of you are going, wait, a fireplace is aligned with your highest purpose? How does that go, Victoria? Because it brings me joy. And anything that brings me joy is a miracle, right? And that miracle of things and manifesting and attracting things that bring me joy on the deepest level, that is the miracle of life. And that is what we are all here to experience. Got it? So when we can tune into where the law of attraction is moving in the direction that brings us joy as opposed to the direction that brings us struggle. And again, nothing wrong with the struggle. Struggle is part of life. It's just not as fun, right? So whenever we can avoid it, and we can always avoid it. So this is not about micromanaging your life or trying to control everything. Ah, It's just about raising that vibration, taking our energy away from that need to control, really, because in my estimation, manifestation works best when we surrender, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't mean you don't have a preference. I have a lot of preferences, like a fireplace that I can see from my stove, and now I got one. But I also recognize there's a million things in this world that can bring me joy. And what I really, really want to do is feel good, feel aligned, feel purposeful, feel peaceful, feel free, and be of service because I like that too. And I can do all of those things in many different ways. And so again, as I raise my vibration, as I let go of the things And the ideas and the, because a lot of times with law of attraction, we get hung up on, we got to manifest it a certain way or a certain thing. Your soul knows better, by the way. But as you start to notice how you are bringing the things into your life that really light you up, really bring you joy, when you notice how abundance is working for you all the time, you will naturally attract more, right? So take a couple minutes to think about that. So the law of attraction is always working for you. And you are an expert manifester, whether you recognize it or not. So the trick really is to start to tune into the things that bring you joy, the things that are working, the things that are flowing in your life, even if those things feel very tiny to you. And for most of you, you can find good deep wells of things where you really feel like, yeah, I got that. 
this is this is going the way I want it to go. This feels good to me. The deep loves, the deep joys, the aha moments, the miracles. If you flow into the miracles that are happening in your life now, however big or small those things are, you will grow into creating more. And someday, if you want one and you don't have one already, you too might even have a view of your fireplace from the kitchen (laughs) and many more beautiful things. And remember, friends, abundance is not always those big ticket items, right? It can be a walk in nature. It can be an eagle flying overhead. I love seeing those. My son has been seeing dolphins everywhere for the past year. It is pretty amazing. I am getting just a little little bit envious. <laughs> no, not so much. I'm happy for him. I count them as signs for me too because he tells me about them. But anyhow, right? It can really be anything, but please start to tune into today, the miracle of life the miracle of manifestation and how it is working for you and how you can expand into experiencing the joy, ease, grace, and wonder that your soul would like you to experience here on this miraculous planet Earth. All right, so that's all I have on this topic today. Thank you so much for tuning in and letting me share about everything. I just love this podcast so much. If you have a topic that you would like to hear addressed on the show, please, please, please hit me up in the Facebook group, Intuitive Connection Community, or go to my website and send me an email and please let us know what you would like to learn more about because we are always, 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 always happy to get your input. You know, one of the weird things about doing a podcast as opposed to the more interactive things that I do in Facebook and another social media is that we don't always get to hear from the audience. So love to hear from you, love to connect with you and love doing what I do. So thank you all again for tuning in and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.